because not everything will work out the way I want it. So I have to be kinder to myself. Hey, what's going on? You're listening to the Live Leaderly Podcast. I'm your host, Darren Alba. Here on the show, we invite guests from all walks to share their stories about leadership, which just become stories about life. I ask that with the people in your life, please tell your story, listen to theirs, but in the meantime, we'll do it together here on the Live Leaderly Podcast. And joining us on the show today, Senior Digital Marketing Specialist, Christelle Bastan. Christelle, how's it going? Hi, hello. Hi, Darren. Thank you for having me here. I'm excited to do this. <laughs> Glad to have you on the show. Where are you calling in from today, Christelle? I'm calling in from Manila, Philippines. Manila, Philippines. What's uh, what's going on in Manila? Any any big events this time of year? Um, not really. Uh, it's like we're leaning to summer in March, so that's exciting, and it's getting pretty hot here already. But it's hot all year round, isn't it? Though. Well, yes, it just goes from hot, hotter, and hottest. That's okay. how I always describe it. But we also have rainy seasons. But yeah, there's a lot happening in the next few months of the year because um, it's one of our biggest time of the year, summer here in the Philippines. So. All right, fantastic. Going from hot to hotter. Yeah. Um, favorite question I like to ask on here is if you could think back to like your childhood or as a as a teenager. Do you have a first memory of leadership? Oh yes, definitely. Um, the initial memory I have regarding about leadership when I was young is during college. So I was teen back then. So when I was in college, I had to direct my own short films because I took up media production. Um, so as a director, I write my own scripts. I I hire people, like actors and everything. So we were all a team. So when I had to direct all these films, it requir- requires a lot of leadership since I'll be the one telling everyone what to do from the actors, what emotions I want them to to act in, you know, in front of the screen and all the nitty-gritty details of like the whole production. So there's a lot of decision-making from phase one from filming and then from post editing so a lot of planning with the team from the actors crews production design everything so it's a whole lot of leadership and um delegating so yeah that was my initial memory of um leadership when i was young what um if you could think back what kind of I guess difficulties or hurdles do you remember as you're you're developing as a leader and trying to put this whole production together all at the same time a lot like the struggles were like especially the scheduling you know making sure that everyone is on the set at this hour what should we be shooting at this hour because if one is late you know on the production timeline everything it will just be like a domino effect so it will cost us money it will cost us time so it will all up you know and everyone will be like you know scheduling the part of it is just really hard to do yeah, with everyone's involvement, especially on how big or small the project is. So a lot, a lot of planning and making sure everyone knows and understands where and when they're supposed to be at certain times. Yes, planning is important, but also execution is crucial. <laughs> like how you execute the plans, because it's not it's not all just plans. If you fail to plan, you're basically planning to fail. Yeah, I, well, if uh, if you just have a calendar, that doesn't do you much good. You actually have to put that calendar in the motion. Yes, exactly. Well, could you share a little more about where you're from and, and your background then? Oh, okay. Um, I, I'm now celebrating 10 years of being in retail. So I started in 2013. So I'm through and through. I am a retail girl, retail woman, lady. It started from being in beauty, in a counter, and then I moved into fast fashion. That's 
you know, like Old Navy that's Forever 21. And then I moved into luxury fragrances wherein that like really started a jumpstart on my career shift. And then that included during my career shift, I, I took my master's also, my graduate studies in marketing. And then now I'm currently in hyper market business and retail. So it's a lot of jump from different um, industries, uh, like categories, but I'm still in the retail business. Uh, right now, I'm in hypermarket, um, doing a lot of the uh, duty-free business. And yeah, I'm now a digital marketing specialist. Digital marketing, what, uh, that sounds kind of interesting. What, uh, what do you like about digital marketing? What, what do you love about that? Digital marketing is that I love how when I explain it to people, they just think it's all social media mm-hmm. and Facebook. Like the pretty stuff, the glamorous side of it, but really behind the scenes, it's, there's a lot of, again, planning, a lot of content creation, creative writing. It's a lot of like those, like creative process, but there's also a lot of um, technical side to it. You know, how to get it out there, who's your, your target market, what social media or channels do you want to be in, or do you need to have it everywhere, like do you need to have all Facebook or TikTok and all that? So technical side, you know, mobile apps and all that. Like the surface level is like what you see is the output, but really there's on the underneath it all, there's a lot of like there's a lot of planning, planning and the strategy to it. Yes, lo- lots of strategy, definitely. So that's how digital marketing is. Um, and it's one of the industries right now that is really booming, especially during the pandemic. Everything became digital in a snap everybody churned out anything for to, to digital because that's where everyone is right now oh, sounds sounds exciting it's more than just the uh, the instagram post that you see there's there's way more behind behind the curtain yes yes definitely and so throughout all the uh, you know the different industries and careers and roles that you've had uh, do you have any advice for maybe a younger younger Christelle about leadership that maybe could have benefited you, you know, years ago? I think I would say to myself, to my younger self is be kind to myself because not everything will work out the way I want it to be. So you, you, you ha- I have to be kinder to myself and, and everything um, happens for a reason, as cliche it may sound, but you know, you never end up knowing the right path if you don't fail and then if you don't learn from it. So I have to be kinder to myself and like, you know, it's not a straight path or like, a, a, you know, it's just a ladder that just goes up. It's going to be a lot of downs. It's a lot of like stops, pausing. So I have to be kinder to myself. That's what I would say. And the money will just follow, you know, it's the money is not something that you should be focused, focus on. It should be myself and growing myself to be the person I want to be. Be kind to yourself. That's uh, I'll go ahead and make that the the title of the uh, the podcast. Is be kind to yourself. Oh um, yeah, yeah, sure. It's <laughs> a great one right there. So I mean, it sounds like you were maybe pretty hard on yourself earlier, or have um, been down. I guess when things didn't go your way. Yes, yes. Because I learned that you know, you know, especially leaning into towards pressure, that not all pressure is bad for me. Basically, not all ba- not all pressure is bad for you. It's just how you. It's just how you handle and solve it. That's what I learned through the years. And then when I was young, especially when I was starting out in retail, every little encounter that happens to me, it gets the best of me. You know how you're young, you don't know what to do with with problems, career, anything and everything. So I was just like, 
oh my God, I heard my coworker said about this thing about me or like, is it bad if I do it like this? You know, I always feared making mistakes and I forgot what kind of person I want to be in my career or as a leader. Because definitely I know I want to lead. Even when I was starting up, I saw it in my career. And then, so eventually I learned to overcome my mistakes and that fear of like, not all things will matter in the long run because I was young. And then I, I thought to myself, like in the years, especially when I turned 25, I think I learned that I read this somewhere about the five by five rule. I don't know if you've heard about the five by five rule. So the five by five rule is that it says that if you come across an issue, take a moment to think about it, whether it will matter in five years or not. If it doesn't matter, dwell on it for five minutes. And after learning that, I was just like, I applied it slowly into my life because nothing ever comes, you know, I it just have to have a habit of it. And it worked. And not only that five by five rule helped me in my career, but it also helped me in my personal life. Because, you know, as human beings, we love to stress, stress about the little things. But really, some of the little things doesn't even matter in five years. So whatever I'm thinking about now, oh my God, it stresses me out. And I think to myself, I go back to that. If it doesn't matter in five years, I'll just think about it for five minutes. I became more zen. I became more calmer and happier. And, you know, do not dwell on the things that does not matter. I, I really like that, actually. I uh, I think 20, 18-year-old Darren probably could have benefited from the 5 by 5 rule, definitely, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Not to uh, not to get too down, not to dwell on, on things that really won't be important later on down the line exactly it really helped and you know you become more a better person around people and yourself and you become more kinder at the end of the day kind to others and then kind to yourself all right well Christelle, if you could think maybe about the the most impactful leaders in your life uh impactful leaders mentors just just generally people in your life what are the kinds of things that they would do that you really admired and you've tried to make as as part of you over, over the years so the leaders in my life basically uh, taught me that you must put in the work. To get noticed as a next leader, you must have integrity. You need to be kind to yourself first and then to others. And lastly, this is the most important thing that I learned from leaders, is that you have to be genuinely happy and proud to the opportunities given to your team member or subordinates. One example was that last year, my boss messaged me and then she was like, oh, do you have a passport? And I was like, um, yes. Okay, I'm going to send you to a conference. In, um, and I was in Amsterdam last year. She was happy for me. She was genuinely happy for me. Because I have a bad experience with that from a previous boss who stopped me from going to a conference. And it was just like, oh, weird. You know, I, when I read that message, my boss was genuinely excited for me to be sending me to a conference representing. I was just like, oh, I've never, I've never felt that. You know, I learned that you, you know, when your when your boss, when your manager is genuinely happy for you, that will reflect on them because basically, to be an effective leader, you should be able to steer them. Your team your your team to the right direction if if you want to prep someone in your team to be the next leader give them the opportunity you were a good leader you were able to train them with the skills or like uh, make them a better team member 
it's really like um what's the difference of being a leader and a boss i learned that um from what i admire that from my boss right now so so yeah it was a crazy it's like a very eye opening experience i got from a mentor just just being genuinely happy for you and and the fact that you're able to go to this conference uh in a in a foreign country uh, not only just happy that you're able to do that but it was it's um I really like that she found that opportunity and she thought of you, you know, to to send you there. So like she's yes. invested in your development and trying to make you better, mm-hmm. which I, I think is something we all would admire in a, in a leader is someone who's, you know, constantly trying to make us better and looking for opportunities, ways to train us and develop us. Exactly. Um, you know, leaders, they should not be threatened with a new generation because sometimes there's a fine line of being threatened, but it shouldn't be that way. You should be happy to, you know, train people, especially if there's potential in that person. Train them because, you know, they're they're the new generation. They're the next people who is going to manage and lead. So a true leader will not stop you from growing and giving you opportunities when there is, you know, when there's a future in that person. Yeah. And so those are... I have uh, put put in the work, integrity, and then just being genuinely happy for you as as their boss, you know, to to you as one of their uh, their team members. Over the years, have you observed things that you are like, you know, what when I'm a leader, I'm not going to do things like that. You know, when when I have team members under me, what what kind of things have you noticed that you're like, oh, I'm not gonna, I don't want that as part of my leadership repertoire. Hmm, I've learned that maybe that you should not micromanage. <laughs> micromanage people you should have trust that's one thing you should have trust and confidence with your team because once you have trust and confidence in your team they will know it they will feel it and they will do the work honestly because they will they will have that integrity that that is going to be built onto them that oh my boss my leader trust me on doing this so i should be also like doing that so yeah, uh, that's one thing that I, I want to steer if, you know, future leader as a future leader is to have trust and confidence. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you if you have confidence in them and, and you trust them, you wouldn't, I guess, want to micromanage them because you have that full confidence in them to be able to take on yes. that mission and, and whatever um, whatever that task is. You, you've given them ownership of that. You don't feel the need to micromanage if you have that trust. Exactly. Yes, yes. I'll, I'll shift over to another kind of theme of the show is um, Leader We Exist because we want leadership development opportunities, just like the one, like the conference that you went to. We want opportunities to be available to everyone because we believe anyone can learn to lead. Is that something that also resonates with you? This when this question came up, I had to think. And then I, I went back to my younger self. I mean, I'm not that old, but <laughs> to my when, when, I, when I was younger, starting up work. And my answer is yes. Yes, anyone can lead as long as he or she is willing to put in the work and is not afraid to make mistakes and learn from them. So don't just make any mistakes. You should learn from them, okay? And leadership requires a lot of charisma, a lot of energy, a lot of knowledge, and time. So it's not an overnight success. That's what we all thought when we were younger. That, you know, when we do something, everything is just going to be like an overnight thing and you'll achieve it. But no, it's a matter if you believe in yourself that you can, that you can, and you want to aspire and lead people to more opportunities than expected. 
So anyone can lead as long as you have it in you and you're willing to work for it. Yeah, as long as you're willing, as long as you're willing to learn from your mistakes and, and learn, keep learning. Yes. You can't just keep making the same mistakes. Uh, yeah, as long exactly. as you're willing to keep doing that, then then anyone can can learn. And, and yes. so, Christelle, we're close to wrapping up here, but I wanted to turn it back over to you if you had any final thoughts or advice for someone looking to take some next steps of leadership in their life. My advice is, again, be kind and don't be afraid to make mistakes and learn from it. Do it, you know, as Nike said, just do it, you know, and then learn from it. Learn from the people around you and don't be afraid to ask. Because what's the worst thing that could happen if you ask? You know, you never know. You never know what's going to be the possibility of it. So um, just, you know, if just do it, guys. Leadership, you can learn from it. Just do it. And, and you'll learn and you'll learn along the way. So thanks so much for coming on the show today, Christelle. Really appreciate you sharing your story and your thoughts. Really appreciate it. And for all those out there listening, this has been the Live Leaderly Podcast.